Okay, so there was a quite a few doctors that were a part of this Texas A&M study. Uh, but basically what they had is high nitrite concentrations of 57 milligrams were recorded during 2012 study of uh, nursery study at Texas A&M AgriLife. And is it's a research uh, maricultural lab with, uh, you know, a bunch of, I guess, shrimp, if, uh, if, I, if I know this correctly. But the shrimp were exposed to high concentrations and they showed signs of stress with significant mortality. And so ultimately, the idea behind this was if they can get bacteria in there to help out, well then, bingo, they can do it. Such nitrite spikes are commonly observed in closed intensive shrimp production systems, such as culture water matures, such as the culture and the water matures itself. So as they jam pack these scrimps in, what happens? Um, think of a, an aquarium where you, where you overstock it, right? What happens? We get some high levels of pretty much everything and potentially it causes stress and it could lead to death or failure of that fish. So the trial was conducted at Texas A&M AgriLife um, at Flower Buff in Corpus Christi, April 2015. There were 32 800-liter cylindrical black polyurethane tanks housed under an open-sided shelter where they would be used for the trial. Now, I'm going to give you a lot of detail, so you may get bored of this. I apologize, but I think it's important to understand the idea behind it because when you think of aquariums, there are so many different nitrifying bacteria that you can purchase. Uh, Dr. Tim's has got one, Aquion's got one, Marineland's got one, Seachem's got one, Fritz Aquatics has got one. Um, crap, there's way more than that, you know, and some come in little fancy bottles that you break off little vials and they're, they're super cute looking, right? So cool. Um, at the end of the day, you just want a product that works. Doesn't matter if it's in a fancy you know, vile. It doesn't matter if it comes in fancy packaging. Sometimes it's great, but you want it to work. So uh, if you scour the internet, you'll find, well, this product's great. Ah, oh, this product's not so good. Ah, oh, this product really worked. Ah, oh, this product didn't work. Uh, but there really is no science. So if you jump on, I'm on reeftoreef.com and I'm getting Dr. Tim's claims that, you know, once you add the nitrifying bacteria, that bam, it works immediately. However, it's not cold. So we don't know the level of bacteria that are nitrifiers that are going to be in that system. So as I'm going through this, uh, most of this was in 2017, it says um, it's not working. Then you go on reef to reef, uh, Fritz Turbo Start works, but it's cold and there's an expiration date and it's only four months. So is that worth it? Um, so uh, stability from Seachem has an expiration date but it's like two years, I believe. I could be wrong. And so does that work? If it sits on the shelf for two years, do these nitrifying bacteria live dormant like that? And the answer is yes and no. So the real answer is if they remain cold and they're shipped to you immediately, within four months, you're gonna get the maximum concentration of nitrifying bacteria. It doesn't matter what type of nitrifying bacteria are present in this bottle because at the end of the day, when we're three months later, the bacteria that you need in your aquarium is the bacteria that's there, correct? So it doesn't matter like, oh, I got, I got section one, two, and 75, waka waka. You know, that's, you know, oh, oh, 
right, everyone. We, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You could have Mickey Mouse's strain. You can have Fozzie Bear's strain. At the end of the day, if it works, it works, correct? So let's, let, let's kind of continue on this study. So uh, aeration was generated by a three-horsepower regenerative air blower and supplied continuously through two air stones per tank. An equal volume, 15% of tank volume of assorted plastic media, which I'm assuming is similar to K1, was added to each tank to provide surface area for bacterial growth. Each tank was then covered with opaque black plastic sheet to limit penetration and evaporation of light uh, and the evaporation of the water. A one meter length of 25 millimeter PVC pipe was assigned to each tank for manual mixing. The culture tanks and plastic media were disinfected with 10 ppms of chlorine neutralized with sodium thiol sulfate and rinsed with fresh water prior to trial. So neutralized with sodium thiol sulfate, I'm assuming is a product like Complete, a product like uh, Safe, a product like uh, ACCR, um, basically just a, you know, a chlorine remover. There were four replicates or tanks, I should say, of each of the following treatments. Control, no bacteria inoculation, plus ammonia. Control, no bacterial inoculation, nitrite. Non-disinfected seawater, plus ammonia. Non-disinfected seawater, plus nitrite. Fritzyme turbo start, plus ammonia. Fritzyme turbo start, plus nitrite. Culture water was pumped from Laguna Madre at a salinity of 30 parts uh, what was it? Three thirty-five ppt to a thirty-six thousand liter storage tank, where it was mixed with municipal fresh water to reduce the salinity to twenty-seven parts per. Uh, I guess it's ppt. I don't even know what that is because I'm not a scientist. <laughs> and circulate it for twenty-four hours. So you can see this is very controlled. We have all the details here. This is very sciency. Um, this is the key. Um, and so. What happens from this? The remaining water in the storage tank was disinfected with 20 ppm chlorine for one hour, then neutralized with sodium thiol sulfate. Once no residual chlorine remained, 760 liters of culture water was pumped into each of the remaining trial tanks. So they took this water, pumped it into the brand new water, and the idea was once the tanks were full and the initial water samples were taken, which I have the initial water samples, um, you then add whatever you're trying to add to each tank, just like we went over. There were four replicates of each of the following treatments. And then another set of water samples were taken to confirm phosphate, ammonia, nitrite concentrations, and bacterial inoculations were added. So Fritzyme Turbo Start 900 was then added at 294 milliliters per tank for treatments ENF. And each dose was measured in a graduate a graduated cylinder and poured directly into a tank and then rinsed. Tanks were manually mixed with the individual mixing pipes after each chemical and bacterial inoculation. So a lot of information, really crazy, but now we're going to get to the nitty gritty to find out what they did so that they didn't cross contaminate, make sure that they had everything squared away so that we can find out does the nitrifying bacteria product for enhancing nitrifier development, does it work in closed systems? We'll get to that here in a moment. Stay tuned where we get to the nitty gritties of nitrifying bacteria. All right, so we're kind of in the method form. 
Um, each dose was measured in a graduated cylinder. I talked about that. They were manually mixed. The trial ran for 12 days with no water exchange, none whatsoever. All tanks were mixed daily with the individual mixing pipes prior to taking water samples. Once the ammonia or nitrite concentration of all four tanks in a treatment reached zero milligrams, those tanks were then redosed with 10 milligrams of NO2, which is nitrite, um, or 10 milligrams of NH4 as described above. So they either redosed it with ammonia or nitrite. Um, so we've had, well, we got A and B, which are control, no bacterial inoculation. So no bacteria whatsoever. They had ammonia and nitrite. Then they had non-disinfected seawater, right, with ammonia and nitrite. And then they had water with Fritzheim TurboStart with ammonia and Fritzheim TurboStart with nitrite. So what the idea is, are we going to see some movement? How fast do we see movement? Because you want to be able to either mitigate an issue or you want to be able to set up multiple vats or tanks or whatever. If you're a hobbyist, if you're an aquaculturist, if you're a marine biologist, these are the things you really want to know. So temperature, salinity, pH, and dissolved oxygen were recorded twice daily in each tank. When measuring water quality and taking water samples, the probe and operator's hands were rinsed in municipal water between each treatment to avoid cross-contamination. So here are the results and discussions. So let's get to the results. Temperature, salinity, DO, and pH ranged anywhere from 20.39 to 25.1. And that was Celsius. And then we've got a 26.04 to 27.43 uh, PPT of salinity. And then we had 7.06 to 9.86 uh, milligrams of DO. And then 7.70 to 8.14 um, pH. And that was over the trial. These parameters were within established adequate ranges for nitrification. So these guys really did the details and you would expect that from somebody that is one, a real scientist and two, conducting a real study uh, to see if this stuff works. And so of the treatments dosed with ammonia, so that would be A, C, and E, right? So if we go back and we remember Fritzheim TurboStart 900 was E, they added ammonia, non-disinfectant seawater, they added ammonia, and control, no inoculation, meaning no nitrifying bacteria, plus ammonia. So <clears throat> the tan concentration remained at initial levels in A and C. So when we look at it, they give you a graph. And I'm going to try to think of a regular graph, uh, you know, one of these crazy peaks and valley type graphs. You've got green is controlled plus ammonia, orange is non-disinfectant seawater plus ammonia, and blue is going to be your Fritzheim TurboStart 900 plus ammonia. And so within the first hour... Everybody was baseline zero, right? And so at zero, they spike to about six and a half. Everybody was within a six and a half range. Within that first hour, A and C, control and non-disinfectant seawater with both ammonia, remain constant, okay? Fritzheim Turbo Start 900 water with ammonia immediately decreases the ammonia Within a half hour, we're already below six milligrams per liter of ammonia. That's quick. If I go all the way over, right, and I look at five days in to this massive amount of water, 
at five days in, we have zero ammonia. Zero with the Fritzheim Turbo Start. At five days, still A and C has ammonia at levels six and seven. Okay, in between six and seven, still six and a half. It dropped slightly, but not much. It actually peaked a little bit and came back down. An additional dose of ammonia was given only to E. So only to the water that had Fritzheim Turbo Start 900 in it. And that was day six and a half. So of course, you're going to get this massive spike of ammonia because they're adding it back in. This is where it gets crazier. By day 11, Fritzheim Turbo Start 900 has zero. Zero. Nothing else. Nothing else is happening, guys. <laughs> There's aeration with K1, which I'm assuming is K1. Zero. Zero. This is proven that this nitrifying bacteria in a bottle is working in the established area that we're talking about. Now, I will tell you at day 11 and 12... Uh, A and C, controlled, no inoculation, ammonia, non-disinfectant, seawater plus ammonia, start to rise again. They peaked, went back down, peaked again, went back down, and then they went all the way back up to almost seven. Uh, matter of fact, a control, uh, no inoculation, stayed just above six, but it still sucks. Your fish are dead. Everything's dead, right? Everything. So now we move on to nitrite. Because clearly we can see that ammonia is easily, easily mitigated by Fritzheim, TurboStar, or I should say a legitimate bacteria in a bottle. So when we come back, we'll talk about nitrite and how it's affected by these uh, nitrifying bacteria in a bottle. Stay tuned. And there's no sponsors. So honestly, you really don't have to wait for much. Just breaking it all up. We're back and we're rad. Nitrite or... NO2. Corresponding with the reduction in TAN, the NO2N concentration in, in, in E increased to 2.30 milligrams per liter after two days. So this is the crazy part. This nitrifying bacteria started to push the water that it was in into a cycle. So this is what happened. It immediately reduces ammonia and then Fritzheim turbo start immediately spikes the nitrite because it's, of course, dissolving the ammonia and then processing it. So nitrite comes into effect, right? So we've got nitrite just blasting up to uh, about 2.25. Uh, they said 2.30, but if I was looking at the graph, you know, whatever. They do an additional dose of ammonia, right? An additional dose of ammonia at day six, again, in this new study for nitrites, and it immediately showed the reduction of nitrite to zero. And this happens normally because that's what happens. The rapid reduction in nitrite following the secondary ammonia and nitrite doses in Fritzheim treatments indicates that the nitrifying bacteria were well established. Typically, nitrite oxidizing bacteria, NOB, predominantly nitrobacteria, SPP, take longer to establish in a virgin system than ammonia oxidizing bacteria and are more sensitive to poor water quality, such as a low DO. This trend has been regularly observed in a closed shrimp production system at Texas A&M AgriLife. Research 
Maricultural Laboratory at Flower Buff, where nitrite concentrations peak higher and for longer than ammonia concentration as virgin systems are maturing. So virgin means didn't do whatever it was doing prior to. I went to a steak buffet. You're a virgin. Yeah, but now I'm not, man. I had all of the steak meat I can possibly eat. So if you get it, they're a virgin. We're using words right from this study. I have the study right here. And what is really neat is you can think about this in terms of an aquarium. You start a brand new aquarium, it's a virgin glass box, right? So as you add fish or you wait for a cycle, how is this bacteria forming without you adding some some sort of bacteria? So all of them claim, you know, all the bacteria in the market claim, you know, instant cycle. But as we're seeing, this is a true test by a, this isn't even done by Fritz. That's what's cool about it is it's done by Texas A&M. You know, of course it's provided to Fritz, but what we're seeing is an amazing reduction in ammonia and then nitrite spiking so that they can then be turned into nitrates. So this is what's really cool. This is salt water. Uh, if you listened previously, we, we talked about, you know, the disinfected um, seawater and then control non-inoculation ammonia. You can, you can listen to all of the saltwater folks around there like, I got to get this stuff because as soon as I add it, I can start adding fish almost immediately. So when we talk about this, the virgin systems are maturing. However, in the present trial, nitrite was eliminated faster than ammonia when a commercial nitrifying bacteria product, the Fritzzyme, was added, indicating that both AOB and NOB, so ammonia and nitrite, were definitely well established in that system. So they were there. They were just, I don't even know the words, mysteriously inactive because of the bacteria. This demonstrates the benefits of spiking biomedia with nitrifying bacteria. Spiking. Uh, volleyball up over that, bam, just an immediate, just an immediate drive of the ball back to the other side. Um, spiking your drink, you know, adding something to accelerate it. So let's say you're, you, you spike your energy drink with more B12. You know, that's the idea is to increase the energy. This is what bacteria in a bottle is. It's spiking your biological media to move at a faster rate so that you can add fish quicker. Now, you, the use of non-disinfected seawater, presumably with diverse bacterial populations intact. So they, they took it from Madre, they added it. So it's got crazy amounts of bacteria. It did not accelerate nitrifier development compared to a controlled A and B. Okay. So further using non-disinfected water in closed intensive shrimp production systems, presence a biosecurity risk and is not recommended. It's just not recommended. Guys, girls, whoever's listening to this, this is, this is crazy science. Now that we finished nitrite, so when you think about it, ammonia is extremely toxic to your fish, especially at certain pH levels. We won't get into that because it's just a whole other topic. But 
when you look at nitrite, nitrite is also very, very toxic to your fish. You know, it's at zero, zero, and then 40 ppm or below in terms of nitrate, which we'll get to in a moment. But when we're thinking about nitrite, it's deadly. When we're thinking about ammonia, it's deadly. It's instantly deadly. It's, it's gill issue. It's susceptible to diseases. It's stress. And then most of those things result in you putting your hands in your aquarium, messing around with it, freaking out, jumping to book face and gram insta and trying to figure out what's wrong with this thing. And then by that time, you've wasted 30, 40 extra dollars on that singular fish, bought maybe another aquarium to try to treat it, have removed it out of the water three or four times. You have created more stress. And then at the end, that fish typically most of the time does die. So start doing yourself a favor and keeping these nitrifying bacteria in a bottle. I mean, this is salt water, so I'm sure Fritz has got a freshwater one. I think it, I know they have a freshwater one. It's Fritzzyme 7 is one that'll last about a year. And then Fritzzyme uh, Turbo Start 700 is a four-month shelf life, has to remain cold. So when we come back, we'll talk about nitrate, the NO3 present in these aquariums, and what happened with the nitrifying bacteria. Stay tuned, grip your steering wheel, hold your phone. We'll be back in a moment. Ho, oh, we're back. Nitrate NO3. So the NO3 concentrations increased to the greatest degree over the trial in two treatments with the most reduction in ammonia and nitrite. Oh, no way. So basically what it just said for you and I is that when the nitrifying bacteria got to work, ammonia was brought to zero, nitrite was brought to zero, and there was an increase in nitrate. Hello, nitrogen cycle. Hello. And so what we're looking at is in these two treatments, the most reduction in ammonia and nitrate were followed by uh, 1.53 milligrams and 3.37 milligrams in terms of you know, the, the nitrate presence. And this is milligram per liter. I wish they would have used gallons, <laughs> but hey, look, that's what happens. Um, so there were significantly higher than in treatments dosed with ammonia and excluding E where ammonia oxidizing bacteria were evident immediately, which is Fritzyme TurboStart 900 plus ammonia. The lower rate of nitrate concentrations in ammonia dose treatments and in corresponding nitrite dose treatments indicates that ammonia had not yet metabolized, or AOB, I should say, the ammonia, you know, oculating bacteria had not yet metabolized any ammonia into nitrite for subsequent conversion into nitrate. In contrast, plentiful nitrate was available for oxidization, um, oxid oxidation into nitrate in the nitrite dose treatments. Let me read that again. In contrast, plentiful nitrite was available for oxidation into nitrate in the nitrite dose treatments. Nitrate is the end product of a bacterial nitrification and will accumulate in closed systems without water exchange or denitrification loop. The present data clearly indicates this nitrate accumulation as nitrification progresses. Nitrate concentration stabilized in ENF once all of the ammonia and nitrite had been metabolized. ENF were Fritzheim TurboStart 900. So ultimately in this high presence of ammonia, 
it destroyed it. It raised the nitrate levels. And it's funny because you're watching this. This is what's great. So the control non-inoculation ammonia showed almost no nitrate, almost none by day 12. It's barely blipping on the map. Control no inoculation with when they added nitrite. So they added ammonia the first one. It didn't even move. They added nitrite. So nitrite's you know a, a step further than ammonia. So you're probably going to get a little bit of a bump, right? They do. They get they get a pretty big bump. So nitrate was present probably after the first day. There was some presence of nitrate with that uh, controlled water, and then it spikes in the nitrate to about two milligrams per liter, and then it significantly drops back off. Um, at day 12 uh, with that control, no inoculation. Non-disinfected seawater with ammonia, which please don't ever use that for anything that you do, stayed um, sadly very, very, very um, low. It, it didn't even touch the control, no inoculation plus ammonia. The non-disinfected uh, seawater with nitrite uh, does okay, but it's almost a straight line. It doesn't even move. It just boom, goes right across all the way through day 12. Nothing changes. Crazy. Nothing changes. ENF are both uh, turbo start 900. One was when they added ammonia. The other was when they added nitrite. I hope you're still following. <laughs> really, this is, this is gold uh, if you're listening to this. And if you don't like it, then you don't like it. So, um, ENF were done with turbo start 900 ammonia and nitrite were at it respectfully. And what's crazy is it's off the charts with a sweet graph. So when they added ammonia, it took it to nitrate all the way to 3.5 milligrams. That showed that nitrifying bacteria was jamming. Uh, when they added, they skipped ammonia and they added turbo start 900 plus nitrites. It kind of stayed at about 1.5 and kind of just I don't know, just like like a sunrise, so to speak, you know, or a sunset, I should say. It was just a peak, and then it just kind of mm, slowly went down to about 1.5 um, milligrams per liter for day 12. So nitrifying bacteria works. It works in a bottle. This, however, is the cold version, and now we're going to get to – I'm going to skip alkalinity. Um, I'll add it here. Alkalinity decreased significantly over the trial in E with minimal change in other treatments. There was stronger positive correlation between final alkalinity and the TAN. Um, this correlation and the minimal change in alkalinity in the nitrite-dosed Fritzyme treatment compared to the ammonia-dosed treatment of Fritzyme suggests ammonia metabolism consumes more alkalinity than nitrite metabolism. So when the nitrifying bacteria are consuming uh, ammonia, uh, they are typically reducing the alkalinity. The strong negative correlation between final alkalinity simply demonstrates that nitrification with nitrate at the end product consumes alkalinity. Do you hear that? Consumes alkalinity. So through the nitrogen cycle, as it continues to process, your alkalinity will reduce, reduce. So there's only a couple ways to get the alkalinity back up. You add a chemical or you do a water change. And in essence, you're hoping not to completely jumpstart the cycle, but kind of bring it full circle back around so that the nitrifying bacteria can do its job again. This, in, in essence, puts the alkalinity back down at the end of the nitrogen cycle, and then, boop, you put it back up with another water change. Makes sense? 
Now, when we get back, let's talk about the conclusion of what this Texas A&M study says about nitrifying bacteria from Fritz Aquatics does and what they think. This is a third party. Uh, they were not paid, um, which is kind of cool. And you got some sweet little pictures. Not that you really care. And the plastic, I didn't look prior to. Some of it looks like K1. Some of it looks like little stars. Uh, some of it looks like little itty-bitty K1s. And then some of it were bio balls. And the plastic totes were basically like drums, um, you know, troughs, uh, if you will, underneath this covered PVC-ridden. It almost looks like an African cichlid farm in Africa. <laughs> So when we get back, we'll talk about the conclusion. We'll talk about what I think, and then i like to hear what you think. When we get back, we'll discuss all of this and more. Woo, woo, woo. We're back. We're back. We're back. So Turbo Start 900, live nitrifying bacteria for saltwater aquaculture. It prevents toxic ammonia and nitrite spikes. It rapidly establishes and maintains a healthy biofilter. Non-toxic, non-pathogenic saltwater bacteria. It increases your water quality, it increases weight and yield, and it increases your profit. Yes. The conclusion, the trial demonstrates the benefit of adding a commercial nitrifying product to establish nitrifying bacteria in a closed system. Fritzyme TurboStart 900 greatly accelerated AOB and NOB establishment. Further, ammonia or nitrite inoculations are equally effective for establishing nitrifiers in conjunction with a nitrifying product. Alkalinity is consumed during the nitrification process and should be restored before spiked water is transferred to larger systems. This trial has demonstrated a viable system for establishing nitrifying bacteria, which can then be transferred to large closed culture systems used for a super intensive shrimp culture. So at the end of the day, the cold nitrifying bacteria from Fritz Aquatics does work. Stated from Texas A&M, David Perengel, Daniel Lord, Monica Sacido, and Sachi Somacha. PhD, PhD, um, and what I'm assuming are students. This is crazy. So, should you get it? That's up to you. There's a process. You can wait four months. Four months, I'm sorry. You can wait four weeks and set up an aquarium. Or you can wait a day or two and get fish. Now, the idea behind this is you're not going to go crazy. So let's speak African cichlids because, well, I do African cichlids. You're not going to want to put 50 African cichlids in a 300-gallon aquarium or a 500-gallon aquarium just because you added some nitrifying bacteria first. You're still going to want to stage your fish placement. You're still going to make sure you're not feeding like crazy because, well, these nitrifying bacteria are growing, are culturing themselves, and, well, you don't want to ruin that, do you? I certainly don't. So let's do this. You try something, pick one. I don't care. Go to your local fish store, go to your local online retailer at the click of your fingertips and tell them you want some nitrifying bacteria in a bottle. This is not sponsored. I have used stability in the past and I have had decent results. I have started using Fritzyme 700 and I have had better results and I've had better results in terms of testing. Now also remember, 
Test kits are a flawed mechanism. We believe the test kit over a manufacturer. And sometimes that's not the case. Sometimes, well, I should say most of the time it's not the case because each and every time you do that test, you're not taking the same amount of water. You're not doing the same amount of stuff. You are doing something slightly different each and every time you test. So if you know how to properly test each and every time, then I would believe you. But if you don't, like me, where I test slightly different each and every time, and it's just nature of humanity, then you can't always believe what you see just because it's a test kit. I mean, when they're 14 bucks, are they really a good test kit? It's like, it's like when you walk into Home Depot and they're like, hey, would you like us to test your tap water for any uh, impurities or contaminants, you know, mineral buildups and stuff like that? We can help save a lot of money on your water bill. It's free, no charge. We're just going to bug the shit out of you once uh, once we get your sample. And then you don't want to listen to us and we're just going to keep bugging the shit out of you until you either put us on block or uh, or you buy into our product and we can come out and put a water purification system inside your inside your home. How's that sound? Sound, sound like a plan? <laughs> so uh, yeah, here, at the end of the day, you're going to do what you want to do. So I hope this was informative. I hope it was not boring. I hope you got information you needed to make a better decision when you set up a new aquarium or you're going to do a massive water change or maybe you're going to start breeding fish and you need to start a lot of tanks quick. I will stand behind Fritz Aquatics. One, I do work for them. Two, I do use the products. I'm not going to say all the products are the best because they're not. Not all of them are the best. But when it comes to the standard products that are across the board, most of the products that you're going to get, dechlorinators and things like that, are going to be very similar. It's just going to be which brand you like. But when it comes to nitrification in a bottle, I have seen firsthand how we do it. I have read independent studies on what it does. And I can sit here before you and talk into this microphone and tell you there is no better nitrifying bacteria in a bottle than Fritzyme. Big names are using it. Big, big names. When I say big names, I'm talking massive amusement parks, zoologists, marine biologists, you and me, we're big names. <laughs> so I hope that gives you the information you need to move forward with whatever decision you're going to make when you're setting up your next aquarium. But then we'll leave you with this. Do not be a public success and a private failure. What I mean by that is don't claim to be somebody you're not publicly. You go out with your friends. You're like, hey, I'm the best that's ever been. I'm the best that's ever seen. Let's do this. You know what I'm saying. And then when you go home, you're a crappy husband. You're a shitty father. Uh, you're, you know, you're just, you're a bum. You're a bum until you walk out of the door. You're putting on a show. You're worse than some of the worst Hollywood actors because you're putting on this massive act. Do not be a public success and a private failure. Be a private success and a public success. I would rather you be a private success and a public failure than the other way around. Does that make sense? Change it. Fix it. Be a better father. Be a better husband. Open the door for communication. Be that same person behind closed doors as you are when you open the door. That is called character. Character is who you are and what you do when nobody is looking. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you're enjoying this podcast and I hope that you get more out of it each and every time you listen to it. Share it with a friend, leave a comment, email me at askawaywithj at gmail.com. Ask, A-S-K, J-J-A-Y. Oh man, I said that wrong. <laughs> Ask away with J. J 
just how it's done. A-S-K-W-I-T-H. Oh, man. I'm I'm really killing this. <laughs> just ask away with Jay. You'll get it. I'm rambling. I've got a headache. It's time to go pick up some fish. I don't even know how to end this. Until next time, stay safe, enjoy your fish, and stay thirsty for something. See you later.